0: I'm Pastor Gillespie uh, from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you with us here for the Congregation of Prayer, Guide for Daily Meditation and Prayer Around God's Word. Um, it is Tuesday, January 9th, and yes, it is a snowy day. I'm trying to record here from at home, so I don't have to uh, brave uh, the roads or get stuck, and I'm sure uh, things aren't really, well, they don't need to be clean at school, so why should I go there? Um So if uh, I sound weird, or if there's a lot of background noise, you can guess why. (laughs) It's always a snow day here, in any case. uh, Let's see, today we're going to continue in our catechesis in the book of Samuel. So we had yesterday the announcement of the conception of Samuel, made by Eli, uh, more or less, right, (laughs) to Hannah. uh, He said, "Ah, let it be to you as you've been praying. Well, he didn't actually know what she was praying for, I don't think, but uh, confident, that the Lord would answer her prayer. All right, so that's what we're going to look at today. Uh, Sorry for joining you a little bit late, uh, but like I said, uh, actually nothing here has been, (laughs) I haven't recorded here in so long, nothing here was ready for me to record, so it took a little bit longer to get everything uh, up and going, but it should be working now, hopefully. Yeah, there we go. All right, Um, I don't hear you saying anything in the chat about not being able to understand or hear me, so that's good, so hopefully uh, we're ready to go. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. All right. our psalm this week is Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alright, I can't convince the uh, camera to put me where I want, so (laughs) let's just put the monitor back. All right, and our verse for the week. Again, this is connected to uh, the Lord's Prayer and our... Catechism reading here, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you will desire, and it shall be done for you. John 15, verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. John 15, verse 7, all right, Uh, let's see, that's all good. Catechism, seventh petition, but deliver us from evil. What does this mean? We pray in this petition in summary that our Father in heaven would rescue us from every evil of body and soul, possessions, and reputation. And finally, when our last hour comes, give us a blessed end, and graciously take us from this valley of sorrow to himself in heaven. And the conclusion. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. What does this mean? This means that I should be certain that these petitions are pleasing to our Father in heaven and are heard by him for he himself has commanded us to pray in this way and has promised to hear us. Amen, amen means yes, yes. It shall be so. Okay. Our first reading is a continuation from St. Paul's letter to the church in Philippi, chapter 2. So we read read this yesterday. We'll keep reading here it here today. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I may or that I also may be encouraged when I know your state, for I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own not the things which are of Christ Jesus. But you know his proven character, that as a son with his father he served me in the gospel. Therefore I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see how it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself shall also come shortly. Yet I considered it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my need, since he was longing for you all and was distressed, because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick almost unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him, therefore, in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such men in esteem, because for the work of Christ he came close to death, not regarding his life, to support what was lacking in your service toward me. Beautiful confession here. In particular, the uh, nature of, I guess, what we call the Christian church on earth. We talked about uh, one body with many members, each member having their own function. um, That was in the previous part of the chapter. Now we see how that actually works out, that Paul has others that are like-minded with him, that share in the common ministry of the gospel. Timothy, Epaphroditus, these are two mentioned here, fellow workers, um, and the encouragement to receive them because they... Um, come to do the same work as Paul did. There is always a danger um, especially with a charismatic character like St. Paul that the church would find their identity in the preacher himself. Now um, to some degree there's no way around this because um, you come to trust your your pastor hopefully um, to speak the God's words, speak all of God's word to you faithfully and truthfully and for the sake of, uh, of um, your faith and namely of your salvation. So you come to expect that um, and to appreciate that, and it is attached to the man in that regard, right, um, if he's been faithful. Um, but that can't always be true. Uh, one, you know, people come and go, pastors come and go, um, either by uh, by death or um, by their own physical need, or uh, perhaps they're called to a new field of service, I mean, whatever it is. So, in this case, receive the one who comes in the same spirit as Paul, um, as if it were Paul, or actually, ultimately, as if it were Christ, right? as you see here, not of the things which are of Christ Jesus. They, of course, the ones Paul sends, are a proven character of Christ Jesus, right, and in Christ Jesus. Okay, yesterday we had the announcement of the conception that would be for Hannah, the Lord would do as he promised. That was Eli in the tabernacle announced that to her after years and years of harassment from uh, her fellow um, spouse of Elkanah, that was Peninnah, who had, Sons and daughters, right? So God is being merciful to her, or gracious to her, which is what her name means. The Lord is gracious. So continuing on. Then they rose early in the morning and worshiped before the Lord, and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son, and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. Now the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to the Lord their yearly sacrifice, and his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned. Then I will take him, that he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. So Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait. Only wait until you have weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him. Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bowls, one ephah of flour, and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh, and the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli, and she said, O my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore I also have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worshipped the Lord there, and Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord, my horn is exalted in the Lord, I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. All right. So um, let's go th- through some questions and answers here. So uh, what happened in the morning after Eli talked to Hannah? Right. Early the next morning, they rose and worshipped the Lord before returning home. Right. And as uh, Elkanah lay with his wife Hannah, what happened? The Lord remembered her. Remember, that was her prayer, that he remember her. Right? And not leave her womb closed. Um, This should sound familiar to you. We mentioned it yesterday with the two wives of Jacob, remember? Leah and Rachel. And there, Rachel herself prays the same way. The Lord has remembered me. To be remembered is to be um, found in God's favor and his grace, right? All right. And here, how does the Lord remember her? Namely, answers her prayers. She conceived and bore a son. Conceived and bore a son. All right. Uh, I want to do something here with this. I'm really not happy with where I am on the screen. <laughs> so give me a second here. All right. Ah, that's better. All right, good. Uh, let's see. So then she names her son, names him Samuel, right? Because I have asked for him from the Lord. Samuel actually means um, God hears or heard by God. So there you go. Why did Hannah not go um, to the annual sacrifice? All right? We find out later on. They had Remember, they would go every year for the yearly sacrifice. Now she's not going. She says, not until the child is weaned, right? And that's usually three years or or longer. Um, I don't know why. (laughs) You could talk to Anne about this. She has opinions. Why uh, women try to wean their children so soon. Um, Dorothy's still nursing, for example. Although she eats plenty of solid food, too. All right. What did Elkanah tell her in response? Yeah, do what seems best to you. Verse 23, you see it there? Only wait until he's been weaned. So in other words, she should be faithful to the vow, let the Lord establish his word, Be faithful to the vow that she made when she prayed. So clearly she told him uh, what she had prayed and what the Lord said. All right. What did Hannah bring as a sacrifice when she does go up to present Samuel? All right. Here you're going to find a textual variant. But um, we have the bowl, the ephah of flour, and the skin of wine. New King James has it as three um, bowls. Um, You could translate this as a three-year-old bowl, which I think that would make probably more sense, um, given the prescription of Old Testament sacrifices and of the sacrifice to redeem the firstborn, all right? This is also the same sacrifice that you would make when you were uh, keeping or making a vow before the Lord. So it makes sense that she would do it that way, and not just, she's not really going to redeem him at all, actually. She's just um, keeping her vow. All right, so Hannah tells um, Eli, my, "Oh my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here praying to the Lord. Look, the Lord has kept and granted her prayer just as, as he said he would. All right. Now the question is um, you remember they were from Ephraim. So can Samuel be a priest? yeah who who gets chosen to be part of the, the the priesthood? It's normally the the Levites, right? except the firstborn belong to the Lord. So you can read that in Exodus 13. So this is why you would make the uh, first the uh, redeeming sacrifice to redeem back your firstborn son from the priesthood. So so there is a, a double sense of Levite, right? not just of the tribe of Levi, the sons of Levi. Um, but the Levites were actually taken in place of the firstborn son. So normally it's the firstborn son who serves then in, in the priesthood, but then the Levites are appointed to actually t- take their place as they are redeemed. So um, if they are not redeemed by the Lord, then they um, are given over to the Lord, which is what she promised to do. Right? Um, there is some probably truth to that in the, the sense of a family, is that the eldest son tends to take, Um, the catechetical role in the family teaching the children and protecting and providing for them in the event of the death of his father right it's the same idea i suppose all right and then we have the song of hannah we're going to study this in more detail tomorrow but here's just the first two verses of it Um, we have another song of a of a woman who gives birth and that of course is the song of mary the magnificat and you'll notice we'll note this tomorrow especially there's many parallels uh, between the song of hannah and the song of mary all right my heart rejoices. My soul rejoices. Yeah, you hear it there. My my horn is exalted in the Lord. Um, we talked a little bit about the horns of the altar the other day, the four corners. That was in our Bible study in Ezekiel. Um, but horn is a term for strength. So the strength of the altar here, the, her strength, right, is in the Lord. So notice she confesses deliverance, that she is being saved, salvation, right, that the Lord would redeem his people and grant them salvation. And he's actually going to use Samuel to um, begin that prophetic, or to continue that prophetic work. Verse 2, no one is holy like the Lord. There is none beside you. There is no other rock like our God. Confessing which commandment? That would be the first commandment, right? Yeah. So a, a beautiful account here. And um, I think for our use, the proper the proper worship of God is faith that receives the gifts of God's grace. That's what it actually, that's why we come into worship, is to confess that we've been gracious and to actually receive God's gracious gifts. So does the Lord uh, who remembered Hannah just as he had, she had pleaded while receiving the gifts of God at Shiloh earlier. Her son's name, Samuel, testifies to the merciful God who always hears the prayers of his people and remembers them. The three bowls, of the three-year-old bowl, correspond to the age of the boy and covered over his sin as he began his life in service to the Lord. Here we anticipate the birth of the Son of God, When the Lord remembered his promise and sent Jesus to be like us in every way except without sin. When we are covered with his sacrificial blood and holy baptism, our lives are set apart to the Lord. What an excellent reading, huh? All right. Our hymn is Within the Father's House. We'll see. Try to sing this here. Hopefully everything is set up. I don't know if it'll work as well as it does at church, but we'll try. All right. And of course my camera locked up. (laughs) You can still hear me though. trust that worked all right for you. What a lovely hymn, isn't it? How Christ is revealed to us even as 12-year-old Jesus in the temple. Yeah. All right, let us pray. O Lord, mercifully receive the prayers of your people who call upon you and grant that they both perceive and know what things they ought to do and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. This Tuesday, we pray for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. This day, we also pray for the households of our church, especially that of Doug and Lisa, Kyle, Jason, Jeannie, Don and Karen, Gus and Eileen. Pray also for our catechumens. Pray for those ill receiving treatment or recovering, especially Ralph, Allison, Joe, Dennis, Len, Christopher, Brad, and Ron, Carol, Mike, Doug, Donna, Joan, Sandy, Owen, Vicki, BJ, Wendell, Merlin, Jolene, and President Willie. Pray for all our homebound, Marcy, Dan, Lenore, Paul, and Dolores, Merlin, and Pauline. And we pray for our uh, mission of the month. This month is the gathering place of Sheboygan Falls. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. That's our congregation in prayer for today. Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for your patience. Get started a few minutes late. Um, Hopefully everything worked. It sounded all right. I hadn't uh, recorded here in quite some time, so I didn't know uh, if I could get it all going. But there we are. All right. And, um, yeah, I uh, hope you stay safe. Uh, I'm not going to go out and about today. Uh, just don't need to get caught outside. So do some work here at home. Maybe play some catch-up after the long holiday and not really having time to caught up with uh, home matters. So we'll do that, too. But we'll be back with you in the morning, first thing, 9 o'clock, for Congregation of Prayer tomorrow. We'll continue with the Song of Hannah. Uh, also, make plans tomorrow evening. We'll have um, the one of the chief feasts of the Epiphany season. The baptism of our Lord, we're going to celebrate with divine service tomorrow evening at 6.30. All right, so God be with you all, and we'll see you again in the morning. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church, Sherman Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting ST John Random Lake dot that's Saint John slash support, and give today.